Hey. Hey. How's it going? Good, man. Good. I sort of, uh, I, you know, I mean, you know me for a long time. We played hockey together. I'm not really a practical joker, but uh, it's summertime, and I was bored, and I was reading something that had a link to uh, an NHL.com article where Dan Cleary sco- uh, signs with Detroit. It was from last year, right? And so everyone on all the Detroit blogs and podcasts is just worried that that Cleary's going to be on this team again, uh, Dan Cleary. So anyway, I just had to have a little fun. So I sort of uh, I sent that link to a friend of ours, mutual friend, Steve, huge Red Wings fan. And I just said, and here it is. And uh, I had him for about a day. For about a day, he was just livid. He He was irate. He was so (laughs) upset. And then uh, I guess he was up late last night because I got like a late night text where it was just like, well played, sir. Well played. (laughs) (laughs) So... It's summer, man. Uh, but, yeah. you know, I mean, what are you going to do? Oh, well done. Well done. Yeah, yeah. Every time I don't, you I don't can do get him, too often, please but, do yeah. so. Oh, you got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, so anyways, welcome back to another edition of the Puck Rambles podcast. Let's talk hockey. Yeah. Personally, I was taken aback by the dedication of Nazem Kadri going all out, jumping on one foot, hitting up a uh, major, major jump up. Dedication to his health, his fitness level. What was his quote? His quote was, I dedicate my life to fitness. Yes. Love yeah. it. Well done, yeah. Nazim Kadri. It's only been, how many years has he been in league? Like three, four, five years? <laughs> and now he's finally dedicating himself to making himself a better player. He has the possibility to be the number one centerman on the Maple Leafs next year. Yeah. Well, he has to be the number one center on the Maple Leafs next year. He, uh, it's, it's either him or Bozak. Uh, but, you know, Bozak's been the number one center there for a long time. So, uh, yeah. But the opening is now, right? <laughs> the opening is now. He has to be the number one center. Yeah, he has to be. And, and you know, this show me deal, what is it? 4.1 million, one year. Uh, yep. Got to do it. This is his year. I mean, th- to me, this is like Babcock effect. You know, I mean, it had they. He's scared. He's just, well, I, he's I don't just think he's scared. I think it's just, scared. I think it's Shanahan has a plan. He knows what he's doing. And then all of a sudden you get Babcock in there and it's like, okay, right. Now we're in on this together. We know what we're doing. Uh, we got to start holding guys accountable. And so this is it. We're not giving out any big contracts. We're not going to be doing a Dion seven million, seven year kind of a thing for anybody. Uh, we're not going to do what we did for Phil until you show us. You got to show us something. Um, well, Phil did show that, no, 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 right? no, no. I'm saying, Phil yeah, th- those guys did. I'm just saying they're not going to go there until these guys um, do it. So, uh, Kadri's a player that 29 other teams in the league would love to have. Very highly skilled. Hasn't completely put it all together yet, but uh, he's on his way. And, and this is this is the biggest opportunity of, of his career right now. Uh, because if he has a great year, he is just going to cash in, and uh, and they'll pay him. You know, and they want him to stay. So it's great. If he has a great year, how do you think they sign him long term? 
Oh, I do for sure, for sure. And do you th- do you think he'll hit if he has a great year? Like if he has a point. A yeah, game, I mean, what is a great a year? A What's going to be a great year? Right? Like a, 75, 80 points. A, a true number one. Yeah. yeah, a true number one. A point a game. Well, he doesn't have anyone okay. to play with, so I think you got to sort of manage well, expectations. So I I, I think let's he can just get say, like 70, 70 plus points. Okay, that's pretty. Let's good. go. Let's go there. Do you think he makes more than six? Do you think he makes close to seven? Uh, well. You know, when they were talking about this, Babcock said, if he has a great year, he's going to put the screws to us. Now, what is that? The screws? Is that six, six, five, seven? I would imagine it's probably going to be around sod money, at least, to start with. It's going to be a number one centerman, right? You're talking about now he's your number one. Well, it's not going to be, you know, like, obviously, it, it... it's not going to be um, like Getzlaff money. I don't think he's getting eight, no, no, you know, no, no, that. No. Yeah, but he's, he's going to get, yeah. he'll probably be like six, five, seven. Six, five to seven. I, I bet I, it's going to be around there. I don't think you're wrong. And I think that's going to be insane. This is how, this is what's writing on this, on this year. For yeah. Me. Oh, this, this is it right here. This is his huge payday. Um, or, you know, he can just have an average. Hence year. why he's jumping on one foot, yeah, right? Yeah. It's pretty crazy to see what he was doing. Um, oh, man, I, couldn't, I couldn't imagine. Yeah. I couldn't even do that on two feet. I couldn't even. I don't think I could do it out of my stomach. I don't. Yeah. Like to jump up and hit that hit that bar. On my I stomach. just. I get jealous of people walking up and down stairs. You know, because oh, I just. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I busted my knee, like shattered it. So yeah, watching guys do that is just. It, it's amazing to me. Uh, well, in 2013 and 14, he had 50 points, 20 goals, 30 assists. Um, you probably want to see. More like 25 goals, maybe 40 assists this year. Uh, that would be a pretty good year for him, I think. Um, and, and obviously maybe develop into a little bit better of a, of a two-way forward. That's, that's something Babcock's going to do as well. So to me, this is all like this is the Babcock effect, just instant credibility to a team. And, and he just instantly gets guys uh, to be you know, um, responsible for, for, their, for themselves. For how they conduct themselves on the ice, off the ice, they're not going to be handing out money. Uh, you got to prove it. You know, look at everyone they signed this summer: uh, Sean Mathias, you know, Daniel Winnick. It's just one year, one year, one year deals for everybody. True. Do you think he's? Do you think he's just scared shitless? Kadri? Yeah, and that's why. That's why he's dedicating himself. Um, like Babcock's there, and the accountability level has just risen exponentially. It could be a little bit, but maybe, um, you know, if you listen to other guys, like uh, a few of the, the big-time sort of Canadian uh, reporters, and in, uh, in, in like John Shannon and Elliot Friedman, I mean, they talk about this kid a little bit like um, P.K. Subban. You know, he likes the spotlight. He sort of wants to be that big star, you know? And sure. that's that's the perfect Although market I, for I've that. never I've never seen P.K. Subban not dedicate himself to his career. Oh, no, absolutely not. Yeah, he's on another level when it comes to that, right? Um, but obviously, you know, Phil wasn't that guy, obviously. Um, Kadri could be, you know, where he just really wants to, to be there. He wants to be the man, and now it's his chance. Um, you know, maybe he looks at this as like yeah, this. He has a personality. Yeah, and, 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 and right now he's like, okay, it's between me and Bozak. Uh, he knows what Bozak is, and you know Bozak knows what Kadri is. So we'll see what happens here. Um, but uh, but it's 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 a golden opportunity for this guy to sort of make it his team as well. Um, because if if he has a good year, they're gonna sign him probably for like a, a maybe give him like a six year deal, and then he's gonna be one of those guys that's gonna be around. He's gonna go through the whole rebound, but he's also gonna be there at the end when uh, this team is is good. Oh. 
such yeah. a huge year for the least this and year. this team will be good you know when you look at what they're acquiring in in the draft you look at uh the picks that they're getting um what they're gonna do is they're just they're gonna do what a lot of successful teams do well they've got like 72 picks yeah in- in the next few rounds. Yeah, and obviously talking a little bit about Detroit, that's not me talking. That's just the Babcock effect. Um, what they're going to do is they're just going to try to stock the cupboards, you know, get the Marlies going. Uh, don't rush anybody. Let's be patient. Let's take our time. But, I, you know, I, I'm pretty I, – sure. I, I don't know. I mean, I sort of believe that this team is going to be good in a few years. Yeah. Let's move on to another Simon who just signed the Ryan Kessler. Yeah, yeah. Of the Mighty Ducks, yep. who are now called the Ducks of Anaheim, has just signed an enormous, enormous contract yeah. that will last past his prime years at 40, what is it, 42 million? Uh, I think it's 41. 41. 41 Six million? years, 41. Yeah. Which puts him in the same ballpark as some of the first line centermen around the league. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot of comparables here, especially at age, right? Like uh, Dallas signed Spezza for four years, 7.5. He'll be 36 at the end of that. Um, Sedin, Hank Sedin, right? Four years, yeah. 7 million. Uh, this is These are all contracts that you know were just signed within the last year or two. Um, $7 million cap hit. He'll be 37 at the end of that deal. Um, Datsuk. You know, Datsuk sort of got me a thank you contract. Uh, he's still pretty good, but I think, you know, they paid him $7.5 million. He had a three-year deal. He's got two years left. He'll be 38 at the end of the deal. Uh, Kessler's going to be, what's he got, $6.875 million cap hit. He's going to be 37 at the end of the deal. And Kessler, man, this isn't a shot at his hockey ability. He's great. He no, had a bounce back not. year, but, man, say, yeah. he and his injury, his history of, of injuries, and the type of injuries he had. Like, he's got some nasty hip injuries. Man, you can, you cannot he's play. He's held up with duct tape and Yeah, you, you can't play hockey without hips, man. That, that's and your whole skating. Plays, uh, the way he plays. Yep. He plays full tilt, 110%. Yeah, and so, yeah, and, 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 and you saw it against the Chicago series, right, in the Western Conference Final. It's, uh, what was his quote? You know, no human being can take that much punishment. You know, when he's just, and he's just talking <laughs> really about pounding yourself, the... Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's speaking from experience, you know. Um, so, yeah, he, he, obviously, he's not going to be this good at, at age they're 37. They're paying for the next three years. Exactly. That's basically yeah, they're, what they're doing. They're adding th- three more years to a deal that should be three years, but to get him, they had to double. Exactly. And, and what they want to do is they want to win a cup, and they feel like they have a chance within the next couple of years. Oh, and they And do. they do. And they are so solid. Are, that team is a solid team and a very well-crafted, well-rounded team. And isn't now is the time. Now is the time to do it because they, they might be able to get in there. Uh, Chicago, we don't know. Are they going to be able to reload like they did? Even if they do, it might take them a couple of years, right? L.A., we're not sure where L.A. is. Uh, are they going to be able to bounce back? You don't have to worry about San Jose anymore. Um, and Talking to San Jose, though? This team could end up looking a lot like San Jose. If they don't make it, like you said, like just, just like you said right now, if they don't make it now, yeah. this team is going to be the perennial favorites every single year coming into the year, and every single year they might disappoint. Yeah, and I'm sorry, man, but you know, 
we we've talked about this before as well in in great detail. Uh, I'm not going to get into it again, but but Getzlaff and Perry have to show up in the playoffs. Uh, it's and crazy that's, to that's think why that, they're so much closer to the, to the San Jose yeah, model than and, they are to Chicago model. Yeah, and they do. I know anyone listening is going to go NHL.com, look up their stats, and do all that, and be like, "You're crazy." These guys produce in the playoffs. They do produce in the playoffs, but in games six and seven, they do not produce. They disappear. And the Cups are one in game six and yep. seven. They're not gumming for it. They're, so rarely does a team go through the entire playoffs on four games. Yeah. Four or five games. Yeah. And even this year, I mean, you look at they played Winnipeg, they played Calgary. They had a very favorable uh, matchup, you know, getting into the conference final. But They deserve to be there. Yeah, 100%, for sure. Yeah. But still, yeah. like you say, favorable. Yeah. Now, now's the time, right? Because you want to do this now, like St. Louis, not sure what is going on with St. Louis. St. Louis is the San Jose Sharks now. Uh, you don't have to worry about the Sharks. LA is a little bit weakened. Chicago might be a little bit weakened. And you want to do this now in the West, in the Pacific, before the Edmonton Oilers get great. Because that oh. could happen. So well, do it now. Quite a few. Are they, how far? How, uh, are they three years they, away? Probably. Uh, so they are, if we're talking... But three this, years, that's, that's gone. If Anaheim's not in yeah. within the next three years, yep. they're done. That's, they're, they're San Jose all over. And again. that's what I mean. So they got, they, got three, they got about three years to get it done. If they don't get it done, the whole Western Conference, uh, the power is going to change. And the up-and-comers are obvious. Chicago will be good again. Yeah. And, and Calgary, man. In three years, Calgary, Calgary could be really good, too. So so this is what I'm well, saying. What great do it now. They got to do it man. now. Yeah, Calgary. Yeah. Another great signing was Johnny Oduya. Yes. Two-time cup winner with Chicago. Has moved on to the Dallas Stars, who are slowly improving. Another GM who, apart from Tim Murray... Another GM who is making some big, big, big moves. Jim Neal is making a name, name for himself as a GM who's not afraid to step out of the box and acquire some talent that will have an impact. And Johnny Wadilla is definitely one of those talented players that should have a positive impact on his team. He's 33 years old, so he's not exactly in his prime. But he has been solid, and he should be solid at least for the next couple of years. Yeah, uh, that's a good signing. You know, um, he's a great skater. He moves the puck. He is not gonna put up points. No. Um, but with their but with their top six, you're not say, gonna yeah. need the back end need, to, yeah, exactly. to put up too many points. Um, but that's the that's their biggest weak part, weak spot, though. I mean, they're they're so top heavy. But their backhand and their goaltending yeah. situation. Also, they did solidify the goaltending a little bit at a high cost of. What? Oh my God! It like, is now. It's ten million. It's ten, 10 million, million for, for those two goalies for Niemi and uh, Lettinen. Yeah, and that's insane. a question I was going to ask you. So there's there's talk. Jim Neal is is saying that now in the NHL it's a two-headed monster when it comes to goaltending. Right? You should always have two really really good goaltenders sharing the crease. Because players like Lundqvist or uh, Price are an anomaly. This is a rare, so rare, it's not even worth counting on or worth thinking you can draft any of these players. So to me, would you rather spend $10 million on two goalies that are good? They're, they're number ones, right? They're run-of-the-mill one, number ones. Or would you rather spend $9 million on a top-notch goalie and then $1 million on a backup that will play a couple of games? Yeah, um, yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, it, it, because obviously it depends on who it is. 
Um, but yeah, I, a lot of people are saying that. Like, I mean, I agree. That's nothing new, right? That's not an original thought. Uh, a lot of people are saying you got to have two goalies. Um, yeah, it's just you have to have a really complete team now, right? You really have to have four lines. Uh, you've got to have six good, you know, seven good defensemen, two goalies. It's just not the 80s anymore, you know, where you could score your way out of trouble and you only need two lines to do all the scoring. Um, and teams are just deeper and deeper and deeper than they've ever been. You need to be now. That's the nature of the league. But to answer your question, I'm still a little, maybe a little old school where I kind of want to have like a bona fide, legitimate number one guy that you can just count on. But, um, but he is right on how rare those are, right? Do you count? Do you count Sergey Bobrovsky as a as a true, true number one? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so they're absolutely. not that rare. So, so I think probably would you would you consider most teams in the AHL do have a true number one? Like, let's go down. So well, what? Carey Price, Henry Lundqvist. Well, we've talked about Devils, this before. You either Schneider. have like an elite elite goalie, or you just have a very capable goalie. Yeah. Um, there's really not much else, right? Like you look at you look at Carey top... Price, obviously the best goaltender in the world. Um, he's phenomenal. Obviously, legitimate number one goaltender. You know, Niemi, like, let's look at the stars. Niemi and Lettinen, very capable. But, you know, again, I mean, you look at Niemi and it's like we're talking about the West and the Pacific Division in L.A. and San Jose. And they had that playoff series where San Jose was up three games to none. Uh, If Niemi makes a save or two, uh, the Kings don't win the cup that year. You know, I mean, he was not very good, especially in those four games. Um so he's but that's what you need right that's the that's the type of goaltending you need that's what i'm saying i know so i don't and know for me point. i i, 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 wanna, think, I want a number I one guy think going with a two-headed two-headed monster is actually the way to go i think if you don't have a choice that's what you do but paying them 10 million i don't think is the answer to your troubles yeah. if you can do it like i'll, I'll give you a model here and oh, i always do this I, i'd hate to be such a homer but um but at least the money wise uh look at detroit's two uh, headed monster situation here. They've got two goalies. They got Jimmy Howard, capable goaltender. Uh, they gave him a good contract a couple years ago at five point sure. five or something like that. And then now they've got a uh, Morazic, um, who's who's a young who's, who's a, young a young guy, up and coming goalie. Hopefully he continues to develop this way and play this way, and he'll become a number one. Um, so those two guys cost you six million. That's not too bad. That's I mean, right, combined, combined, right? Which is basically, which is basically carry price money. Right. So you got two goaltenders. Uh, you trust both. Uh, but that's and and you know I would take that over what Dallas has right now at ten million. I mean anybody would, right? Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, so yeah. what I you know I mean I think he's making excuses more than anything else. Or he is. Uh, yeah, exactly. I I don't think I think that if he had a choice, he he would have traded Lettinen. Yeah. Or got rid of his contract somehow but i just For think sure. i just don't yeah. think yeah exactly yeah. It, it, it only it, yeah it only makes sense if if the money makes sense uh 10 million dollars does not make sense you cannot spend 10 million on your goaltending uh without a true you know superstar in net it, sure. it yeah it just no but uh back to dallas oduya um you know they're they're defense isn't that bad uh you know they still have go uh Goligoski is there um, and then he got some up-and-comers like Kleinberg, who's a young Swedish guy. Uh, sure. They're hoping that Oduya kind of mentors this kid, uh, and, and he can kid, learn kid from him. Kid had an impact last year. Yeah, yeah, and I think actually Oduya said that um, 
this kid reminds me a lot of uh, Carlson, which is a uh, Eric Carlson, yeah, which is a great nice. compliment, obviously. And then <laughs> if, <laughs> who can be Carlson? Yeah, Carlson can't. I mean, Carlson is so good at what Carlson yeah, does. Yeah, he's amazing. Uh, and then uh, Yoki Paka, you know. Um, so they got some some young guys. And so I think they're just hoping for Oduya. Just go back there, play your game. Very simple. Defensive defenseman. We don't need you to put up points. We got players that can do that. Um, you know, but again, hoping that at the same time, these younger kids who are a little bit more offensive-minded, they kind of have the, uh, you know, they're given a little bit more rope to do that. Yeah. So we'll should, see. Should, yeah. I think it's a good signing. I agree with you. It Another is. defenseman that just got signed is Justin Schultz out of Edmonton. One yeah. year, $3.9 million. A player who was very coveted, and he signed out of college, left Anaheim to sign with the Edmonton Oilers to a nice little contract, and he had to be renewed, and he just got renewed for 3.9. Offensive defenseman never truly reached his potential thus far thus far yeah yeah um yeah he's 25 a little bit older right uh because coming out of college like that those kids are a bit older um you know put up 27 points his rookie year i think that was the shortened season in 48 games so that was pretty impressive uh 27 points in 48 games he had 33 the next year last year he had 31 look i mean just like babcock and shanahan Shirelli and Todd Nelson and who's the president over there? Bob Nicholson, right? Former mm-hmm. Hockey Canada guy. They're not giving out these crazy contracts. This is this is cadre contract sure. 2.0 right here. Yeah. It's just show me what you can. Here's do. your money, 3.9 one year. Let's see it. Let's see what you can do. Uh, I mean, Craig McTavish, I think a couple years ago said, "Oh, this guy has Norris uh, Trophy potential." And, you know, it's like, okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, he hasn't really shown that. He's got great skills, and you can kind of see what McTavish means, but we'll do that, and then we'll give you yeah. the money. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Potential doesn't get you contracts. Yeah. Should not be getting you contracts. Yeah, so, you know, you take the keys away from the, the kids, you get the adults behind That's the wheel in Edmonton, and uh, now they're making smart moves, right? They're not throwing out crazy contracts, yeah. So and the, and that coach is basically, you know, uh, cut from the same mold as Babcock. So yep, yeah. So yeah, you know, should should, should be an interesting turnaround here. Yeah. If, if this doesn't work, this entire team needs to be blown up because they've they've amassed the background, they've amassed the administrative side. Uh, they, they've improved the administrative side of things, and now it's all all going to slowly fall onto the player's shoulders yeah and i and want this i want Schultz to do well i want everyone on this team to do well because i just want i i you know yeah, i mean the, i the kids I grew, to come through yeah, i grew up watching edmonton uh oh, true. and just those teams were so much fun i'm not gonna sit here and make a comparison that these players are those players but it would just be fun to have a good edmonton uh in the league again you know and so but they're slowly becoming a team one of the only teams that can rival those players, though, talent-wise. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And, um, you know, again, back to Schultz, it's that defense now you're going to have Sakara and Fain probably together in the top pair. Uh, then you're going to have Schultz 
and maybe Clefbaum, I guess. They got that kid, Oscar Clefbaum, maybe on the second pair, Andrew Ference, Eric Griba. So that's not a bad defense. And then you got Darnell Nurse uh, fighting for a spot. Uh, he'll, he'll get in. Um, he, he looked really, really good. He looks good, but I don't. when I look at this, I don't know who he pushes out right off the bat, you know. And as a seventh D-man, you don't want that, a, no, a kid you, like no, that as a seventh guy. No, he's either playing or not, yeah. yeah. So, you want to send him down to the AHL. No. So this is the first time in many seasons that we've actually had a little bit of competition on the blue line in Edmonton. So, no, that's, so yeah, that's a good thing. They're, they're heading in the right direction. It should be a fun team to watch, right? It should be a team that's worth staying up for. Yeah. Let's talk about what's left. There's a couple of new signings here and there, but nothing of great, great significance. All due respect to the people being signed. Let's talk about what's left. Um, <laughs> Just there's a few. That, it's funny you say that because I saw something on Twitter today where... Uh, what was it? It was like um, uh, Sick or something. The Sabres re-signed Psych or Sick. I don't know how to say his name. It's like P-Y-S-Y-K. Um, and then who was it? Uh, this like Samuelson, but it wasn't a familiar Sam Samuelson. <laughs> it wasn't one of the Samuelsons that we're, we know. Um, and then it was uh, Shinneman. You know, the Coyotes signed Shinneman and, and Samuelson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so on Twitter, someone was like, I know it's uh, summer, but stop making up names, you know, basically. <laughs> and uh, Philip Samuelson. So obviously these guys are real people. They're real hockey players. But yeah. it's just, yeah, there's a lot going on. A lot of two-way contracts being signed uh, with some AHL players. And, so, and being summer, yeah. you know, dead season, they get coverage. Yeah, exactly. So so let's talk about what's left. Um, I'll give you some names. Cody Franzen. Oh, I'll man. give you three. Wow. Christian Erhoff and Alex Semen. Let's start with Cody Franzen. He seems to be, he seems to have uh, bit himself out of a potential spot on a team here. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's, um, he better he better just go to Buffalo now and just say, okay, I'm Buffalo? in. I'm in. Whatever you give me. Um, because he thought he might go to Dallas. That didn't happen. Oduya's True. there. Um, and, you know, if you're Buffalo, I don't know. Do you give Erhoff another chance? That seems kind of weird, but it also kind of makes sense, right? Because they, they definitely need someone on that back end. Uh, and so, yeah, if I'm Franz and I start widening, you, you got to start widening your uh, pool here of potential teams that you want to play for. But do you think, do you think he's, just, he's just marking himself too high? I think it's a combination of that from things that I've read, uh, that people that would know these things. Um, it's, it's a combination of that, and he's, just, he's got too few teams that he wants to play for um, or that he's willing uh, to play for. So I think he's going to have to... You're going to have to bite the bullet one way or the other, right? If you want to play on the team that you want to play on, you're going to have to take a serious haircut, um, you know, in terms of salary. Or you got to, you know, you got to widen that pool of teams that you want to play for. Because, yeah, I mean, we've seen it all summer. Like, GMs, for the first time in a long time, are... They're not biting. Yeah, they're, they've been really smart and really patient. Like, look, look at the Sharp deal, right? Remember when it came out, like, yeah. we want a first oh, it was insane. and we want a top six it was player like, and we want an A-level prospect. And, and they yeah. got absolutely nothing even close to that. So I think everyone's just being patient, waiting it out. Franzen wanted something like six, right? Five for six or six for six. He basically wanted that uh, Sakara contract that, uh, that they gave him in Edmonton. And, uh, yeah, everyone's waiting. So he'll sign. I think he's he's, oh, he'll, he's definitely he's an too good player. of a player, yeah, to be sort of, you know, 
in in hockey purgatory. Right? Even though he he didn't play as well as he should have in Nashville, yeah. Although advanced stats are showing him off as being a very positive impact on on the Nashville Predators, but he he didn't, couldn't crack the lineup in reality. So yeah, well that that's a pretty good defense there too, right? That's that's True. one of the better defenses in the league too. So True. at least top four. Yeah. He could always go back to Toronto. I'm sure that they'd take him back, if only to, to send him out again during the trade deadline so they can pick up another draft pick. Yeah, I mean, if he goes back there, I can't imagine him getting much term. You know, they might give him, you know, here's 5-5 five, five for one year. You know, show us what yeah. you got. I mean, they're not, they're just being smart. They're being patient. They're not going to make any, like I said, I mean, they're not going to do a Kessel, uh, you know, for enough contract for anybody right now. So. Sure. Another player to watch is Christian Erhoff, who is probably going to be leaving the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, he made $4 million last year. He's 32 years old. He's a pretty good defenseman, although he was injured last year. Yeah. Um, he was also rumored to go out to Dallas, but that didn't happen. So yeah, yeah. this, this Oduya signing really pushes back a couple of D-men that are worthy of a good contract. And that, And I think that just shows, again, like, how patient GMs are being, you know, because they, they were waiting to see what's going on with Chicago. Let's wait and see what's going to happen here with Sharp. Let's wait and see what's going to happen with Oduya. And Jim Neal, to his credit, like we said earlier, uh, just did a fantastic job uh, pulling that off and getting both those guys. And so now with Oduya in Dallas, we, we should see Franz and Erhoff going somewhere. Yeah. I, where do you see him? Well, it's not really where do you see him. Where do you see him fit? Where, where should he go? Yeah. Well, again, I, I, it's crazy to think, but I mean, Buffalo needs bodies. But is Buffalo a destination now? Is it, is it already now? It's a destination. Now is a place where these players should be going later in well, their I mean, careers. What's Erhoff going to do? He's probably going to do another one year, right? Because yeah, I mean, that, that's what last... he did in Pittsburgh. He did it one year because he got bought out, so he's got his money. Let's go to Pittsburgh. Let's get on that power play with Sid and Latane and uh, and, and Gino, and let's light up. Let's light the lamp. Let's pad but our he stats. Didn't and then we'll... as well as he should have. Yeah. Right? he didn't fit in there as well as he should have. I think I think probably what he's looking for. I'm just saying that, but he's probably looking for a good fit because he's a player that probably should go before Franzen. He's got wheels, man. Like he's. You got to think that he's got a lot of hockey left in him. I think he's only 32. That's he's, right. He's not, you know, I mean, he's not, you know, he's no spring chicken, obviously, but... Uh, yeah, but he's not 38, right? He's not Chara. Yeah, he's not old. Yeah. So, anyways, we'll see. I'm, I'm really interested to see where he fits. Yeah, well, again, Toronto, it's weird. Like, Toronto yeah, could why, use him. why go to Toronto? Why yeah. go to Toronto? Unless, you, unless you're getting, you're looking to get moved at the trade deadline. Yeah. There's no reason for, this, for these two players. Well, that's the thing, yeah. I mean, and, and again, yeah, to your point, like, Buffalo, Toronto, there's still a lot of pain there. Uh, and he's probably 32 you know, thinking like, I want to actually go somewhere and compete and have a chance at winning. Um, I don't know. Does he fit in Chicago? Could he go back? Could he go there on the cheap? You know, kind of like what they did with Richards last year. Uh, Oduya's gone. They got daily, but I don't know. If Chicago can pull that off, (laughs) if if they can pull off an on the cheap Erhoff, yeah, man, and and take up Oduya's spot. Mm Mm-hmm. Not bad. Or no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's just it'd be too good. Yeah, he'd be good for them. Alex Semen, do you think he signs? He's 31. Uh, he's not looking to the KHL, but 
He did nothing last year. He used to be a 40-goal scorer. What's going on with Alex Semin? I think... Is he done? He could be. It's he possible. He was making $7 yeah. last year. Um, it was insane. An insane amount of money. But even for a mil? I think if, he, if right now he just said, you know what, I just want to play in the NHL uh, and I'll go anywhere. I think if he did that, he's going to get picked up. But then I think on top of that, uh, if teams are if if he's you know teams are just going to say, look, are you willing to take two million dollars? <laughs> because I don't think they're going to give him a whole lot of money. You know, two, three, maybe they give him three. That's it, and in like a one year deal. Um, I just can't see him. He needs a one year deal. Oh, he, for sure. He, he cannot yeah. sign more than a yeah. one year deal because he plays so well on a one year deal. I think the way his season went last year, it's just it's a one year deal. On the super cheap, you know, two three million. That's it. I mean, tops maximum. And I don't know who gives it to I th- him. I think. I think it's a bit of a gamble. If if he can come back to being, a, you know, a shadow of himself. How do you get a guy to come back and, and care and be interested? I mean, is well, it because he's on a one? Because he's because he's fighting for his life. Well, that, that's what I mean. It, it is is. Is that enough to really mo- motivate this guy? It should be. It should be every enough to motivate team everybody. This kid right? plays for every single player on that team, or, or or the team comes something comes out of the team that says, "Oh yeah, Semin, best player on the ice skill wise, yeah, by a long shot." When he was playing with Ovechkin, Ovechkin would say, "Semin is off the charts when it comes yeah. to skill set. Yeah. Never put it together." I don't, he, I don't know where he, he fits. He did less um, with that skill than Kovalev did with that skill. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't know where he fits. I mean, I don't know. In Arizona, maybe. I mean, they need scoring. I, uh, if he could come back for 20 goals, he'd fit really well in, in Montreal. Yeah, I was just thinking that too. Thinking of teams that need goals uh, big time. Montreal needs goals. So, I mean, would you be happy with that as a Montreal fan? One-year deal, $3 million. No, one year deal, one million. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I mean. Seven. That's uh, it, it, when, so, like just yeah, yeah Colby Armstrong, man. like give me a yeah. million. So, I take him in a second. So that you know, I mean, again, I mean, he's just he scored like four goals last year. Yeah, he he's gonna have to swallow his pride big time. Um, otherwise, he just might be. Like you said, he might be out of the league. I think players like that, I mean, we just saw it, right? With uh, who was it? Kostitsin was trying to come back to the league. He's like, no bites. he's like, I'll go anywhere. I'll play for anybody. Yeah. Yeah, anywhere. No One year deal, I'll do it. Anybody. Done. He's done. He's done yeah, he's forever. Done. Uh, his NHL career is over. Back to the KHL. So, I'm, okay, okay. Semin had 57, sorry, in 57 games, he had six goals, 13 assists, and 19 points. He was a minus 10. Jeez. Playing like top six minutes. Yeah, yeah. That just blows your mind. He just didn't show up. He didn't show up. There's so many nights he just didn't show up. Yeah. Man, he's writing, you know, a season five years ago. Yeah. When he was playing for Washington. In Washington, he had 20, well, sorry, he had 38, 26, 34, 40, 28, 21 goals. This dude could have been like a really just an awesome kind of power forward right because he's kind of big he's 6'2 over 200 pounds he's like 210 and uh oh yeah and, and the hands man you know the hands to the hands the shot he's got that wicked wicked, wicked shot. um he's done nothing nothing in carolina wow they signed for seven million and <laughs> he got 13 22 and six goals i'm just looking at his stats and it's like his 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 washington years we're so good. 
you know, 38 goals, 26, 34, 40 goals, 2009 and 10. Uh, and then he dropped off a bit, 28, 21. Oh, he's such a frustrating um, player. Yeah, but but again, he's just, he's, you know, 513 points in 635 games. Uh, he's got 238 goals. I just, yeah, it's a gamble, man. I don't know. He, it, yeah, he gonna, just, I'm he gonna, checked out. He checked out a, a season or two ago. It's and that's why he, he's got, he's got to have a rebound yeah. here. And I'd like to see him do it in Montreal. But we'll see. Um, I'll give you some names here. Kind of what's left of the big names. Who do you think out of these names, I'm going to give you like six. Who do you think is probably not going to be signing with another team? Uh, meaning his career is done all right. in the NHL. You want me Curtis... to wait for all of them or just yes, no, right off the bat? No, Curtis Glenn Cross. Oh. 32, Calgary Flames, Washington Capitals last year. Yeah, that did not work out in Washington. Um, nope. Did well in Calgary, though. I I don't know, man. I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yuri Terlisti, 27, Hurricanes, Winnipeg, did fairly well in, in the Hurricanes. Kind of... I could see him getting... I could see him getting added. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to be... Uh, Sean Bergenheim, Florida, Minnesota Wild. He was 31. Mm, I could, he was okay in Florida again. It's the same thing, right? Every time yeah, you move at the trade deadline, and if you fail in the move, your stock just plummets. Look at Cody Franzen. Stock just plummets. Yeah, look at Chris Stewart signing a very Stewart, cheap deal for oh. Anaheim. Yeah, or with Anaheim. Yeah, yeah. If he doesn't have a bounce back year next year, he is done. He's done. Yep. Just like his bro. Um, I'm gonna give you a th- like three more Schlemko, oh Brad Boyce, uh, East Lee Stepniak, mm-hmm. and Zidlicki. Yeah, I'm just thinking Brad Boyce. Yeah, uh, I don't know. You know, he he might be out of a job now that there's three on three overtime. Uh, <laughs> you know, because he was he was really yeah he was really good in the shootout. And now I don't know. You know, how many shootouts are we gonna have now going three on three? So. Yeah, well, he, just, he just got bought out too, right? Yeah, so. yeah. Um, I don't know, man. You you know, you're saying all these names, and and I could I could see it both ways. Yeah, you know, where like they get picked up, they don't. This is this is where I think with the exception of kind of dies out, and it's kind of like this is where it becomes a little bit sad. This is where yeah, players are who are on the fence. Looks like a lot of them, just like you know, Vishnowski who's 38 years old, Upshaw who's 31. Yeah, Zid- yeah, Zidlitsky's there too. Yeah, Zidlitsky, yeah. yeah, Volchenkov was 33. All these players are kind of like they're good enough to be in the NHL, and because of cast space, because of space, because of young guys coming in, it's kind of like that turnover that's happening is costing their jobs, and it's, you know, uh, it, it's gut wrenching if you actually follow these guys, if you actually, yeah. You know, are these guys? But it, it's an it's it's an interesting time of year. There's there's these amazing signings that are happening, but at the same time, a lot of these guys are are falling through the cracks, and yep. you know, you're never gonna see most of them again. Yeah, and that's where Glenn Cross to me is really interesting because all those guys you mentioned, I could see them landing somewhere, uh, yeah. but him, I don't know, not so much. And you know, wasn't it just a couple of years ago where he was carrying Calgary? He was carrying that literally. Team. I mean, yeah, he, because you know. they just got rid of their their number one. Yeah, I mean, uh, when, right when, winger, yeah. and captain in Jerome McGinley, mm-hmm. and he was all they had. Yeah, he was, and I just it it's just sad, you know. I mean, even even he didn't play well in Washington. He wasn't good in the playoffs. I don't even think he played all the playoff games. I think he played. I, I think he sat out quite a few of them. And the only goal he scored was like the ugliest breakaway goal you've ever seen. He had a breakaway, and it just sort of you know, found its way in past Lundqvist after bouncing off like him and Lundqvist in the post and Lundqvist again and then into the net. 
Um, but, you know, I mean, he, you know, he used to be a 20-goal scorer. He had back-to-back 20-goal seasons, but it, it could be over for him, man. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's always hope, right? Toronto still needs some players. Yeah. Um, Florida's always looking, and Arizona is, is going to be looking for sure. Yeah. You, you said something about the three-on-three overtime. That's the yeah. last thing I wanted to talk about today. Um, three-on-three overtime is coming up. It should be one of the most amazing changes in years, years. This should be something that should impact the game, but also should impact the excitement behind the game from a fan standpoint. Eh, I mean... No? You're not feeling it? I mean, is it's it's no trapezoid, you know? um yeah sorry you were just saying that i'm thinking all the things they've introduced in the game and i i I still am just so sick of that thing um well the last the last good thing that they've introduced to the game is doing away with the red line yeah yeah that that was the last thing that accelerated the play made it more exciting for fans and it's crazy to go back i mean go back If, if anyone listening has a chance to go back just go to youtube watch old games and it's so weird to see it there. It's just such a completely different the game. 90s. The two line passes, yeah. And and also the clutching and grabbing. Yeah. Oh my yep. lord. Yep. I, I was listening I heard Jim Neal talk today about three on three overtime. And listening to him, I was just getting like more and more and more and more excited. I'm oh, so excited for three on three overtime. And he can't wait. Yeah, and he said something that I didn't really think about. Uh he just said it's 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 not only you know, three on three in so much space and you're going to have all your skill guys out yeah. there where some teams might throw out three forwards, probably Pittsburgh, you know, a team like that. <laughs> um, uh, although Latane's not, you know, a bad skater True. himself. But he, what, what Jim Neal was talking about was saying, you know, what's really fun is like when guys break a stick. And I, that's oh. something I didn't really think about before. Um, I thought about guys, you know, coming oh, down the wing. Just go to your bench. Just go to the bench no matter what. Yeah. Well, I thought about guys coming down the wing, firing shots wide, and it just, you know, caroms around the boards. Sure. And there you go. You're, you're off and running Chaos. the other way. Chaos. Press the Chaos but button. But yeah, like guys breaking sticks and stuff. I didn't even think about that. It's going to be crazy. Uh, it's going to be really fun to see kind of sort of the evolution of three-on-three hockey. Uh, are they going to be? Con- I don't think you can really coach it because chaos comes in so quickly. Yeah, it breaks down. All plays break down so quickly. As soon as one person takes a chance, everything is done. All plans yep. are set aside. There's nothing you can plan for a missed shot. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. And something that I think we talked about this ages ago, one of our very first podcasts. Um, because I was you wrote, you wrote an article on this. I, I did, yeah. And one of the clips I put up on the on the blog uh, was um, it was a Grand Rapids Griffins game where, where actually Peter Mrazek, who was down there at the time, he sort of jumped up on the play. You know, he had That's a little awesome. bit of ice and he, and he skated out about like 10, 15 feet and just sort of you know passed the puck up the ice. Um, you might see that. So your boy. Carey Price, right. great puck handler. Those type of goaltenders, um, you know, Ben Bishop's another one. Uh, that's going to be fun, too. Those guys are going to be factors as well. They're going to factor in uh, on oh, goals. Oh, I can't yeah. wait for this. I can't wait for this. Oh, when is it starting? Yeah. How many more months we have? How many more weeks we have? I think it's like 75, 79 days left. Okay, hockey. Let's go. Start. Start.